The I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast with John Taylor and Shan Carr. Hey there, John Taylor. Hey, Shan Carr. Welcome to episode five of the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. And there's somebody who's got a lot of bags packed and is ready to leave town. What are you talking about leaving I Love Gay Palm Springs? I know, but I always love coming home. I swear, I always kiss the ground. You are going to be heading south of the border and south of the other border and south of the other border. You're going to be in Central America. I'm going to be in Panama. And what is happening in Panama? Well, I'm going because I'm hosting two weeks of vacation time on a private island that some acquaintances bought. And 36 people at a time can be on this island. And they've just done the first couple of trips. And now they're asking me to curate a couple of trips for next spring and summer. And so they're bringing me down for four days just to hang out on the island while nobody's on it and try all the excursions and have a bunch of fun and then curate. Then come home and curate the trips for uh, May and June. So you have acquaintances that own private islands. Well, I do. And I, <laughs> I really I don't even know all the dirt about it. Like, it's hard to figure out how to explain it. Because I haven't been there. But technically, it's still a reconnaissance mission, right? Sort of like a, f- a fam tour like right. the, like in the travel industry, people. Right. And there is some work because you have to go to this and you have to go to that and blah, blah. But I'm not performing for anybody. I'm not anybody's bitch. Yeah. I've never been on a vacation where I wasn't the help. Don't count out the fact that you might end up being somebody's bitch. Well, I guess a girl can dream. <laughs> I mean, in the good way, that would be nice. But so it, it, these two women have been producing. They've done three weeks, I think, of it now. And it's called Ola, Oldish Lesbian Adventurers. So now in June, they want to do a trip for guys. And they're like, can we just call it the same thing? Oldish gay male adventures? I'm like, hell no. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, you can call it clinging to my youth if you want <laughs> for dear life. Or So I couldn't think. Can you think of like a. Hmm. It's a private island. It is a private island with only 36 people. So like, then she wrote back, should we call the gay guys one sassy and brassy? I'm like, still no. 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 But what could it be? Because you keep saying you're a rugged indoorsman. And I think this event is a little bit rugged. So that already counts out half of my gay guy friends who want a concierge and room service. And you, it's a, it, you fly to Panama, you stay a night in this private hotel, and then the next morning you get on a jungle bus when everybody has arrived, and you drive four hours through Panama and then hop on a boat to an island. Okay, I think I got it. Okay. Um, I think it should be called Private Island Non-Exclusive Leisure Excursions. Penile? For short. Oh, God. <laughs> Yep, I think that'll sell. <laughs> I don't know. But it's, it is non-exclusive. So everybody, you know, it's like all ages. It's not uh, for just the gray. Okay, hair. nobody needs to say that unless you're trying to spell out penile. Because right. Nobody I was just trying to <laughs> spell out penile. And it is all inclusive. Yeah, all inclusive. Well. Right? See, it hmm. doesn't spell out. It's all about the dick. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that to you. I know, but still. We won't call it penile. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad idea. (laughs) I'm just rolling my lesbian eyeballs at it. So you're going to be bringing sound equipment. I've I've outfitted you with a road kit. You have. And and I I thought you were going to say road kill, which I might be in trying to use that kit, but I'm going to give it a roll. You know what? You're pretty savvy when it comes to things. More than I wanted to be. You know, I was resistant. And you have to be. Yeah, or left behind. You know, we did that when we went on the Vakaya cruise, brought all of that stuff, and uh, we actually successfully did a radio broadcast from 
with the high seas. Anything is possible with the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. I can't believe that it's November and I went to a pool party on Saturday and Sunday. You keep calling them. Oh, yeah. FWPs, friends with pools. I flirted with both of my friends who have pools that John and Jerry, my best longest term friends, their pool is always 90. I call it grandpa soup. And... My other friends, are Keith and Phil, just bought a beautiful house here in town, and they're Grandpa Soup people, too. Mm. Thank gosh. Yeah. So we had a party at both houses Saturday and Sunday. So you were bobbing in the pool in the middle of November. In the middle of November. And this is why we love Gay Palm Springs. As you also know, I've been cuckoo for keto for about nine months. And, and doing really well on it. So slow and painful for a middle-aged broad to lose weight. I don't care what the diet is and what the exercise regimen is. So after maybe eight months now without a slice of bread, I finally spent $7.99 on a loaf of bread and six ninety nine on shipping to wait two weeks to get carb-free keto loaf of bread and it arrived yesterday and my friends were there with me so we opened up the loaf of bread and each of us took a little nibble of the untoasted bit which was painfully unyummy it's like sawdust it was like sawdust after you chewed it for 10 or 15 minutes. Oh, okay. That sounds slightly less nauseating. So like, yeah, press board and then oh, sawdust. Okay. So on the internet, everybody said, if you're going to eat this bread, you absolutely have to toast it and you absolutely have to slather it in butter. But still, we wanted to know what we were working with. So then I slathered it in butter i put it in the toaster oven we sliced it into three pieces and each of us took a bite and i'm telling you i'm not even joking i took the first bite i commented on my little video for a minute then blake took a bite then stephanie took a bite and when we were all done i spit out my bite like five minutes later in the sink because i couldn't swallow it oh man so, but the whole point is i want a grilled cheese sandwich it was all about having a grilled cheese sandwich so in the next day or two before i leave town She's having a grilled cheese sandwich. If anybody has a better bread, tell me. So what would happen if you had an actual grilled cheese sandwich that had real bread like once in six months? No, Does I that, can. Would, I can. Would that blow up your entire, you know? Well, it takes you out of ketosis. and You have to go back for a couple of days to get back in ketosis, but big deal. Are you going to be able to stay in ketosis when you're in uh, Panama? I have no idea. I did fine on the cruise. You did. Piles of bacon. There's bacon everywhere. Words to live by. Bacon is everywhere. And so is ham. I'm here, and Brad Furry, our gay desert guide, is here, hamming it up on another I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. I had a really bad experience once when I turned to who I thought was my partner behind me in line at the Drake Hotel in Chicago. Yes. At a beautiful Sunday Easter brunch. Yes. And I said to him, I'm just a whore for crispy bacon. <laughs> However, it wasn't him. It was this woman all decked out in diamonds and a beautiful dress. It was some woman that was completely offended by my comments. And her name was Oprah Winfrey. No, no, no. I don't know. But Well, these things happen. All right, bellying up to the breakfast bar, it's Brad Fur, And, of course, on Thursday, he releases the Kraken. It's the uh, list of all of the cool things to do this weekend in hashtag I love gay Palm Springs. And what's in today's newsletter going out as we speak? Well, today is the 14th of November. We're covering the weekend of the 15th, 16th, and 17th of November, Desert Hot Springs Pride Festival. The group was called Diversity DHS, mm -hmm. and they've been doing this. This will be the third year, I believe, 
And we take over uh, Cabot's Museum, which kind of looks like uh, the mine ride that you go to at Disney, mm-hmm. you know, with all the, the rickety stuff. It yeah. was music and fun and uh, and celebrate Desert Hot Springs Pride. You know, we had Margaret Webb, who yeah. is uh, the uh, community liaison for uh, Desert Hot Springs Pride Festival. And she had a, a something that she said on the uh, Monday podcast, and mm-hmm. I want to replay it here. Okay. The only way you can work as a community is to really act like a family. I thought that was worth repeating. I agree. It really is uh, it, It's something. This is our last Pride celebration, I think, of the entire year anywhere in the country, right? I mean, we think that Palm Springs Pride was the last one, and oh, no, Desert Hot Springs has to come in at the uh, the tail end of Pride. and We got modern men on stage, and uh, we're going to hear from Keisha D., Don Wells of Gilligan's Island. I know. Isn't that fantastic? She is really cool. Over the years, <laughs> I've, I've interviewed her when she had, like, cookbooks out, and yeah. she's just a joy, and she's going to be on stage. Larry Atello. And we, we know so many of these people, so it's going to be a fun day. We're going to be at the Gay Desert Guide booth. I'm going to be there from noon to 2. All right. I'll be there most of the day. So uh, if you're hearing this podcast before it happens, uh, then come by. And if not, you can watch for us on Facebook. Come by because you, anyway. you, you get free hugs when you stop by. Hey, Leslie Jordan is in town uh, for Overexposed, his show at Outlandish. A few more weeks of Outlandish left, and we're really enjoying that series. It's, uh, it's really great. A few more performers coming up. Uh, uh, including Randy Rainbow. There's, what, four performances or five? I forget. The poor guy's... Randy Rainbow is <laughs> is just... Killing it. He is. And, you know, I follow him on Facebook. Yeah. And he was playing the Beacon Theater in New York this week. Oh, okay. And in the audience, Stephen Sondheim was in the front row. Good. And came backstage uh-huh. and congratulated him and thanked him. And he's got a new writing partner, very, very famous Broadway guy and movie music guy, Mark Shaman. Oh, yes. It's, it's his new writing partner. So Perfect. Randy Rainbow, you um, you got to see the show at Outlandish, but also the things that are going to be happening in the future, bigger and better and amazing. Yeah, and I haven't seen a recent video, but I've got to believe he's got something up his sleeve very soon. And he'll be here with a live band, by the way. Way. Yes. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, since we're on politics, yes, Pete Buttigieg is coming to town tomorrow, if you're listening to our podcast on Thursday. Yeah. But uh, he will be in town for a fundraiser. And I plopped down the dough. You did. Uh, 250 was the minimum, so I did the minimum. Yeah. Um, That's too it, rich for my well, Buttigieg. Uh, and, and it went all the way up from there. And th- those who pay more are going to have a chance to do a uh, meet and greet, yeah. shake his hand. That's like 1500 Um It's at a private home, so yeah. it, it, I think we'll all have a chance to, to kind of mix and mingle. There's been a movement afoot, and yeah. there was a fundraiser done just before Pride for Pete. And then all of a sudden, we got word that he would come to Palm Springs. So. Huge contingent in uh, the Pride Parade and with their booth there. Somebody was carrying in the parade a giant cardboard cutout Pete Buttigieg yeah, face. Yeah. That was a little unnerving. Eh. But any face that big in front of somebody else's is yeah. weird. But I yeah. wish we would have had the uh, the Trump baby. That would have been great to have in our parade. But we didn't need to make it that political. I think we all kind of know. Maybe you'll get to have a picture of yeah. I'm you know I'm telephoto. actually hoping, I'm actually hoping to 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 sneak a few minutes, just like a minute with him, 
and do a quick interview. Uh, you know, use my press. Oh, I can use our new I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast mic flags that John created for and us. And the microphone. You can take oh that, gosh. too. And I have a digital recorder for you. Come wow. on. This is how you get the this is, uh, uh, yeah, this the is sound. I can also use my iPhone. Yeah, that's true, too. That's <laughs> Just true, too. hold it up to his mouth. Hey, yeah. um, there's some really fun things coming up. We're getting into the holiday season. Thanksgiving's a little late this year. But we are um, working with the City of Cathedral City on cookies, cocktails, and crazy sweaters. Ooh. And, you know, the nights get a little chillier out here in the desert, so Sweater it weather. makes sense that you can wear your sweaters. Starting Monday, we're going to be doing an ugliest sweater contest every week with celebrity and audience judges. Grand prize valued at $600. So Ooh. Trunks Bar is the first location on Monday evening. DJ Galaxy will be there. Trunks is our featured happy hour finder this week on GayDesertGuide.com. Then our other uh, featured happy hour this week is our friends at the Retro Room. Lori does a great job with this little bar on Takwitz Canyon right across from Pinocchio. Yeah. And they do a singles karaoke 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. every Friday night. Well, if you do like to sing along, tomorrow night at Stacy's, we have uh, <laughs> Mark Lee at the piano, and oh. I'm usually there on a Friday night uh, belting him out, even trying to be more of a, a supportive backup singer. Yeah. But uh, he's on uh, from 8 until midnight at Stacy's, and that's kind of a nice vibe sitting around it, the piano. It, it is. Uh, and who did we have there? Not too many. Neil Sedaka? Yes, a few, few weeks, weeks ago. ago. Yeah. When just... we were still doing our radio show, we had a chance to play that bit. He stopped in. He just played all of his hits. And, I uh... think we should rerun that sometime. Now yeah. that we've got the podcast with a lot, with a much wider audience, I yes. think we need to bring that back. And we invite Barry Manilow. Anytime he happens to be on Arena, stop into Stacy's. The oh, piano is fun? yours. Wouldn't that? Oh, that would be so awesome. You know, we, we attract so many uh, celebrities to, to town. They Joan Collins is coming to, to Palm Springs in January. Um, I don't know if you know this or not, but Mary Hart, there's going to be a Mary Hart weekend. She's getting a star. She's getting a star on, on the, the walk, walk of, of stars. On the walk of stars. She always hosts the Palm Springs International Film Festival Gala, which is just after New Year's this year. We're a media sponsor of that and looking forward to um, all the fun and frivolity and all the stars and celebrity that come to Palm Springs. And Mary Hart still got the gams, too. Remember her legs were insured for like a million dollars by, Lloyd's, oh, by Lloyd's of London back yeah. in the day. There's some new movies out. Uh, Ford versus Ferrari. You and I are both car buffs. Totally. And I can't wait to see that movie. I've seen some previews. I saw some behind-the-scenes work. Did you know that the costume designer... Yes. It's from Palm Springs. Yes, it was in Palm Springs Life. It was, and we curate those items and put them on the GayDesertGuide.com website. So you can read uh, what's happening around Greater Palm Springs. Renee Zellweger, by the way, is the one that receiving the award for the uh, International Film Festival Gala. I forgot yeah, to mention For that. her performance is uh, Judy Garland. And on theater this week, Stephen Radish, who does our reviews, is uh, reviewing Hand to God. And he's got a great review of that. Also, CV Rep has Dinner with Friends. Priscilla, it's the final week of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert at the Palm Canyon Theater. The King and I opens on November 29th. Um, and, you know, many more things uh, happening in theater around uh, Greater Palm Springs. And you can find all of that on our events calendar where we do a day-by-day -day rundown. Brad Fur, our Gay Desert Guide, you'll be back with us Monday for our I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. Have a fabulous weekend, and I'll see you at uh, Diversity DHS. We'll see you in Desert Hot Springs this weekend. 
And now we welcome to the flaming microphones of the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast, the fabulous Jason Stewart. He's an actor. He's a comedian. He's a cook. He's a oh, bottle I'm the, washer. I'm so not a cook. I'm the worst cook ever. Really? Oh, yeah. I can't. I, but I microwave better than anybody. So you don't cook. You heat and combine. Yes, I do. That's what I do, too. That's what I All do. All right. Jason has uh, spent uh, the last few decades entertaining people all over planet Earth with his brand of stand-up comedy and, of course, acting in films and TV, and he has a brand new book. It's called Shut Up, I'm Talking, The Chronicles. you got to say it like this. Shut up, I'm talking. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I can say it like that. It's basically your life and your career. It's as, an autobiography, yes. As an actor, a comedian, and it's funny because Jason is funny. That's what he does. It's about coming out in Hollywood and making it to the middle <laughs> and what it's like to be a an openly gay performer or a minority person or somebody who's been going after a dream for a long time. And uh, it's about clearing up the wreckage of my past, basically, and uh, learning to become a man. And we were talking before this, and maybe you are right. Maybe I have really changed. Well, I've known you for a number of years. I think you've known me longer than you think. Yeah. I think we've known each other maybe closer to 20 years. Oh, my gosh. Because time goes by fast. But we're so young and fresh still. (laughs) (laughs) You were talking about just how people perceive you and just the fact that when I was younger that I really wanted to be uh, seen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Oprah says that in her thing. We just want to be seen. And I think in the beginning of my career, when I came out in 1993 on the Geraldo show, I think that I was pretty frightened because I came out before a lot of people did. So there was nobody to really show me how to do it. There was very few people who it, it was Kate Clinton and Leah Delaria and Bob Smith and Suzanne Westenhofer. We're talking 93. That was before Ellen, before Neil, before... You know, Wanda, any of those people. So you didn't get a toaster oven? Not at all. So what did you get when that happened, when you came out in 93 on the Geraldo show? It just completely changed my stand-up career. And I I did, you know, the coming out tour. And I started to work all over in mainstream comedy clubs. I was doing full weeks and working in the mainstream of where all the straight boys were working. And the only reason I did that is because that's what I knew. That's where I'd worked before. I didn't really have it thought out. And some people would say, oh, you weren't the first. And they're right. I wasn't the first. People kept writing that I was the first, but I was not the first. There are people that that broke. If it wasn't for these people like Robin Tyler and Michael Greer, I would not have a career. I'm standing on the shoulders of Suzanne Westenhofer and Leah and Bob Smith and Jaffe Cohen and all these people. I'm standing on those shoulders. But what I did differently is I had been in the world where they had not been allowed, which was unfortunate. And uh, I think Jaffe Cohen was the first one on a stand-up comedy show. Uh, Robin Tyler was the first one on TV on a special. Leah Delaria was the first one on a talk show. Bob Smith was the first one on The Tonight Show. Um, there was a lot of firsts. Uh, Suzanne was the fir- first and only openly gay comic to do stand-up, as I know, on The Letterman Show. So you were an out performer in the straight comedy club World. business. And trying to be an actor from the time that I was 16, pursuing my career and not being able to get arrested. I mean, nobody would hire me. I did, you know, things here and there. Once a year, I'd get some job just because of my tenaciousness and someone would let me work. Um, and, and, I, and I had career highlights. I mean, I, the, the big career highlight, I think, as a stand-up is that I got a, a guest starring role on my wife and kids and I played Dr. Thomas for, and I told straight people how to do because God knows they needed it, starring Damon Wayans. 
And that, because I had done Will and Grace and The Norm Show and Drew Carey, I did all my comedian friends shows. They were very, very supportive of me. But I wanted to be this great character actor. Dustin Hoffman was my favorite, you know, character actor. And Whoopi Goldberg and all these people. Lee Grant, you know, uh, Charles Durning, uh, Maureen Stapleton. I wanted to be like that. And I couldn't get character roles. And then after I did my stand-up special uh, that came out through Here TV and Aristocal Home Video in 2008... And nine, I had gotten a guest starring role on The Closer. And I talk like this and I played this guy. This was a manager of a, a storage facility. And that changed everything. All of a sudden, I could do something else. And that moved on and on and got me Tangerine and got me other guest starring roles on different shows. And that brought me to The Birth of a Nation, where I played a white heterosexual Christian plantation owner in 1831. You know, it's hard times, a small farm is like you and myself. And it was just, that completely changed my career four years ago in another way. So I've ha I've been very lucky that I've had these um, career changing things, but nothing that's pushed me to the level of being identified with one thing other than being a character actor. Character. Well, that's kind of liberating. At least you get to try everything. You get to do everything because you're not pigeonholed into that thing that, that Hollywood likes to do. But I, it, I like being pigeonholed, but it, I just keep adding pigeons. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, you know, you it's almost as if you had to get somewhere in your own psyche to uh, to be comfortable with yourself enough to get into other people's skin and play them. My friend Jim J. Bullock was, I think, the last of those funny gay men, what we were talking about, Charles Nelson Riley, Rip Taylor, yeah. and Paul Lynn, who were allowed to be ambiguously gay. Flamboyant personalities but that we, kind of played themselves. But were never said they were gay, but everybody knew they were. Right. In the 60s and 70s, they played this, but by the time the 80s came, it sort of ended after Jim because that kind of, closeted gay guy didn't no longer existed right so there was no place for me and then in the 90s when i came out on the geraldo show all of a sudden they were allowing gay people to have small roles and myself alec mappa you know jack plotnick a couple other people uh todd sherry there's a lot of wonderful character actors that all of a sudden were allowed to be playing gay characters so as a stand-up where you're out there with your material being a version of yourself, do you feel more comfortable putting on the 1840s uh, costumes and makeup and accent and body language and, and, and putting all of that on and, and being somebody else? Or would you rather just be out there in the spotlight as Jason Stewart? Very rarely. I did a film called Hank last year that's doing the film festival circuit. And I play a very sweet, quiet gay guy who's in a, a relationship that... The husband wants it to be open. Sweet, quiet. So that was acting. Yes, definitely. <laughs> because I'm I, I'm not a quiet guy. So there, You are sweet, though. Oh, thank you. You're too nice. I've never really played myself at all. So this idea that people think that I have, oh, you're perfect for that. Mm -hmm. That's just one of the characters that I've created in my uh, typecast. I keep adding types. 
One of the things that I love the most is watching old studio movies, Warner Brothers, MGM, Paramount, and then going through the cast on Google to see the, the familiar faces. Oh, we've talked about this. This yeah. is great. You go, who's this guy? And I oh, I've seen it with those character actors. Percy Kilbride. Oh, yeah. And you've seen him in everything. And he was Pa Kettle. And he was gay. Oh, and so then, was Marjorie Maine, who was Mop Kettle. Oh, I loved her. The yeah. two of those, yeah. yeah. Were both gay people. Isn't yeah. That interesting. These are people that were in hundreds of movies. Would you like to be put into that category? Well, I did a film called Hush Up, we Sh Sweet Charlotte that Billy Cliff directed, and people know him a lot here in Palm Springs. And I played uh, the, the journalist, Mr. Wills, and I talked like this. And I'd say, God, it's so grand to see you, John Taylor. Very mid-Atlantic. Oh, very. I, and of course, you know what that is. Yeah. And I was so, it was so special. And I just, I'm, I'm so... Glad to be with you, Miss Charlotte. Sounds so very exciting. much like James Mason to oh, me. Oh, yes, a little bit. Don't I sound like that? You do sound sort of like James Mason. I bet I could do him. You could. Judy. I think you could do anything. Oh, no. Well, acting is fun. Comedy is fun. Your life has been uh, an amazing story, and it is available on Amazon. It's Jason Stewart. Shut up. I'm talking. And <laughs> I just bought the book right in front of Jason's I was very totally, eye. I almost cried. That well, was so sweet. This is what friends do for friends. We support uh, each other. And hey, you know. I love that. I got the paperback. I didn't get the hardcover, but I'm going to get an autograph. And if you want to meet Jason, there is a book signing that is going on at Just Fabulous this Sunday at Noon, 5.50 North Palm Canyon. It's right by coffee, across uh -huh. from the park. Alexandra Paul from Baywatch and Christine and Dragnet and all the Lifetime movies. She is going to host the event. How nice. Ask me questions. She's my best friend, my BFF. Well, Jason Stewart is going to be back on the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast uh, as a, a regular visitor because you're here so often. Yes, I live here part-time now. I know, and we love it. Isn't that weird? We'll see you on Sunday. It's going to be a just fabulous noontime. It is the uh, book signing and a little bit of a Q&A. Q&A, and I'll be reading from the book also. All right, I'll be bringing mine because according to Amazon Prime... <laughs> you're getting it by Friday. Yes, I am. <laughs> Jason, thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. This is the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast, and uh, Shan Carr will be back with us on Monday. Who knows? From somewhere in Ketosis, Panama. <laughs> is that oh, a place? It is now. We're on Apple Podcasts. You can check us out off the uh, website of gaydesertguide.com, where it streams from there. And, of course, we're on Facebook at I Love Gay Palm Springs. Like us and share us with your friends. See you next time on I Love Gay Palm Springs. Thanks for listening to the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast with John Taylor and Shan Carr. <laughs>